0: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got?
1: For and.
2: You are now listening to mm-hmm. the best, best friends podcast in the world.
3: Number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the, I forgot, greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. Uh, It's the internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I'm the Chris. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting all thrown off by our uh, our new followers here. Oh wow. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Jesus god. All right. All right everybody. All right. All, all right. right. We got new friends. It's all all right. All right. All right. Calm down, Tom. <laughs> I, I am your... Okay. Oh, it get, just keeps happening. The whole Kirshner family is following us now.
2: Oh, it's um, all on Facebook, I believe. Oh. I am All go. these Facebook people. Oh, we should my probably goodness. turn that
3: off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right, boys. Uh,
2: I am your host... Yo, the crispiest of <laughs> <laughs> the crisp- see what happens when we go live on Facebook and we yeah. start getting these follower notifications, the uh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, where is that? What is happening here?
3: <laughs> it's I turned, I muted the alert box. No, stop. All right. Uh, let me see if I can turn this off.
2: Oh my God. All right. This is a great start to Facebook live, man. Yeah. We are getting cool. Thanks. Facebook. Uh, yeah, brendan's in
3: yeah i don't know i can't turn off i thought i could turn off the alert here but i no. think it is
2: off now right. i think it might be safe all right all right <laughs> continue tom all i right. can't wait to laugh when it starts oh up again my god i am your host the crispiest of boys tom and i'm your other host the Royersford ford rattlesnake play my music <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah all right it's dan yeah it's dan
3: all right. And get the music ready. I do. And we are, I mean, I guess. The, you ready? Yeah. Cool. All right. And we are the best, best friends podcast in the world. I'm going to hit the music. Me now, we'll definitely meaning behind this one, Dan. There's some meaning. There's definitely There's some inner meaning. Some yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: A little. Break the chain. Channeling your inner Stevie. I'm trying. I don't have the hair for it. Um, I don't own enough tambourines to channel my inner Stevie. <laughs> I think I know somebody you could have borrowed a wig from. I know. I think I know someone too. Um
3: all right. So we uh we had a little meaning behind that, Dan. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. You want to talk about it later or you wanna talk about it now?
2: We wanna talk about it at the beginning or do we wanna get into it and then we'll talk about it uh right, we could talk about it right now. Sure.
3: I mean, if yeah, ha- if you haven't been following our uh, our Instagram page or social media or any social In general, social media, yeah. what
2: are you doing? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. You're fucking up with life. Yeah. Um, if you haven't followed along, we've got a pretty sweet announcement here.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's happened finally. It has finally happened. I think we've hinted at it for the last couple of weeks. Um, we have
2: little bits here and there. Yeah.
3: Um. So we teamed up with our friend Hannah from naked brewing and did a little did a little brew a little collaboration so we did yay. A, i don't I, I, sh, I wish i wish i had an applause uh,
2: <laughs> yay. who do you think you are i am did you get, there it is yeah
3: who okay. do you think you are i am <laughs> um thanks pete Weber. um So we, uh, yeah, we, we did a little collaboration brewing with, uh, with naked, um, it will be released, uh, for the stream audience, uh, it will be released on Thursday for the audio
2: only listeners. It'll be released tomorrow exactly yeah so um good Good with the schedule right there tom right Um, and uh yeah keep up to date on it by following us on social media it's uh at best best friends pod on facebook and instagram that's at best best friends p-o-d
3: there's your first
2: taste first taste of p-o-d let's bring our guests in yeah i think we should
3: bring the guests in all right so we are joined today by uh i get two guests we got two guests on today oh yeah following up from last week um the we are joined with from or we drew, joined by
2: it's okay it's okay
3: deep breath <sighs> so much excitement in the first five minutes of i know the, of you are episode. super excited i know it's okay
2: take a breath tom
3: um yes mike somebody did say pod mike lock from from uh broken goblet oh is he in yeah it's his favorite <laughs> band um so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we joined by, by the boys from Bald Birds Brewing in uh, multiple locations, just multiple locations, several locations, I would <laughs> say. Uh, it's more than two, uh, less than four. Um,
2: so that's like several then.
3: Yeah, several. Got it. Falls into that category. So we are joined by the owner of Bald Bo- Birds Brewing, uh, Joey, I'm going to get it wrong, Ferrar. You got it, you nailed it. Boom. And head brewer Patrick Countryman. Hey guys. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on. We're super Thank excited. You. Um
2: Yeah, was, we got some great beers in store. Yeah. Um hey, we're live streaming. People are interacting. So hey, if you guys aren't haven't joined in, yeah. You know, the juices are flowing. The juices are well, not yet. We got to crack into this beer. Bro. I know.
3: we uh we did forget to talk about a few a couple of things though. Um, let's do it real quick guys remember subscribe rate review uh reviews help us make the show better so uh good bad um ugly whatever you want you know throw it up on a, on the reviews um ratings dan how we what are we rating five star party baby five star party um and tell your friends about the podcast if you like the podcast maybe your friends will too Tell all your friends, tell all your friends
2: it's the best taking back Sunday album. Yeah. Um, all right, Dan, uh, I think we've got some other ones here yeah. to talk about. Um, obviously uh, we can't have a PA brewery on our podcast without talking about our partnership with Breweries and PA. The leading source for all things, Pennsylvania Craft beer, connecting beer drinkers to the PA breweries they love, go to breweries com and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at breweries and PA.
3: Hey, there you go. All right. And we are still a part of the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is a, an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check all the other podcasts out at uh, on the network at
2: www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Boom. I am getting real thirsty with all these I know, announcements. I know. I'm quite parched. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to get into some beer here. Yeah. Um, and we're going to start off. Crackin'. Yeah. We're going to start off with...
3: Champion style. And we got a crowler. We got a crowler of it.
2: Crowler party.
3: So we're going to. I'm
2: going to let Tom open that crowler for me. Yeah.
3: I got a. Yeah. 511.
2: While I uh, while I talk about this beer. Uh, So we uh, we decided here, actually, um, our guests decided this and we are all for it to do Champion Style, which is a German-style Pilsner, brewed with imported German malts and hops, smooth and flavorful with a crisp, refreshing finish. Champion Style is a delightfully crushable lager for any occasion. 4.7 alcohol by volume. I let's crush it. it.
3: Everything about that sounds great.
2: All right, you guys ready to crack? Yep,
3: let's do it. All right. One, One. two, three. Ooh, there we
2: go. Perfect. I like how uh, Joe, you know, did a pretend crack and everything, just joined in with everybody in there. I've
1: been, I've been poured for a while. So. <laughs> All
2: right. It's OK. You could have drank it the whole time. It's fine. All right. Here we go. All right, Tom, Boom. this is this is it.
3: All right. Oh, there it is. All right.
2: I'm going to enjoy this in about 15 minutes. <laughs> um, <Good pour. laughs>
1: That's impressive. You're hired.
3: I like it. Boom. Oh, look at that. I'm gonna show I'm showing off that head retention
1: <laughs> awesome so
2: while we are pouring this um yeah tell us I guess why you guys chose this beer to do
1: yeah so I think um you know this is one of our most popular beers we we have right now and we we've never canned it or packaged it uh, and we've only sold it out of our tap rooms and uh, we sell out of this beer every couple of weeks. Uh, Patrick really can't brew it fast enough. We've been selling a lot of it. So it's just one of our favorite beers, the brewery. And I think, you know, Pilsner is one of the true German styles that, you know, gets a chance to show off Patrick's skill set and his technique when he's brewing. And, and again, this is just one of my favorite beers to drink. And again, it's a, by far our number one seller of any of the beers we have. And I think from a technical perspective, it's probably one of the best beers that, that we've made it's a uh, crystal clear it's gorgeous looking beer it's easy drinking, very light drinking and I think at you know, this time of year when you're out grilling you're outside you're you know, canoeing whatever it is you're doing this is a perfect beer to take along with you because so it's just a great outdoor beer, great summer beer Ooh, maybe even and, lawn uh, mowing what that What's that maybe even mowing the lawn? I would recommend it for. Are you saying long. this is a? Long any outdoor beer? activity, you could be walking to your mailbox. You should be drinking one of these. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that, and it's awesome to hear that this is a uh, top seller. Kind of in today's, um, you know, craft beer climate. Yeah. Um, hearing that a Pilsner is a top-selling beer is just warming our hearts over here. So, um, I think it's ready to do a little cheers, guys, yeah. and let's get to drinking this,
0: boys. Cool. slancha cheers. cheers, chin chin. <laughs>
1: Excellent. She will talk a <laughs> bit about, you know, his process for this beer. Cause we, we lagered it a bit longer than we usually you you usually would. So you think Patrick?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean I uh this is one of my favorite beers to brew. It's just so clean and smooth and uh I like lagering beers. It's really interesting to taste the lager when you first brew it when it's first done fermenting and then after it's been chilling for three months kind of seen the progression from a fresh you know flavorful beer into that clean smooth finished product uh it's really fun it's really fun to see that progress
3: yeah we, we always say the uh the pilsner is it's the brewer's beer it's it seems like every brewer we talk to it's just what's your favorite beer pilsner
2: yeah it's it's the uh what what do we always say it's the uh the acoustic guitar of craft beer so you know there's nothing really you can hide you can't hide any sour notes you know you can't you can't fuzz it out with distortion, you know, too much gain. You really have to be quite perfect when you're yeah, playing it.
0: Pilsners, your a guitar player. I will say all of that stuff on electric guitar is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, get, yeah. Yeah. If you want to throw in a <laughs> it bunch. It really brings you back to your guitar playing roots. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just want really to plug important.
3: in and, and jam out some Citro Mosaic and maybe cryo hop some things. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Maybe. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, we've, you know, we talk about the Pilsner's ad nauseum on this podcast oh, yeah. as being one the brewer's beer and as well as being something that you can't really hide, you know, those, you know, imperfections. It has to, you know, this has to be, it has know, to be on point has to be perfect. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so where, uh, how does the, the recipe originate for this one?
0: This one's almost all Pilsner malt. Um, I use a little bit of Vienna malt, uh, just to give it a little extra complexity, little extra malt flavor. Um, I use two different noble hops I use Saws and Herzbrücker. Um, and I use both of those for bittering and for aroma hops. So you get a little bit of bitterness, mm-hmm. a little bit of bite, a little bit of that noble hop aroma. Um, you get just like that ever so
3: slight, like pepperiness
0: to it. Yeah. Tiny bit of peppery, tiny bit of floral. Yeah. So was- both mal- both hops are really mellow, mm-hmm. um, mild flavor, but Pilsner's overall should have a little bit of noticeable hop aroma. And I think this one really gives you that like extra bit of hoppiness. So it's not just a malty beer. I agree. Um, be a little bit complex should be very like mellow, mild complexity.
2: Wait, did somebody other than Tom bring up compl- <laughs> com- the word complex? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's my, that's, like a that's Tom, my deal. That's a Tom staple right there. It's trademarked. <laughs> but I agree. Um, the floral notes on this are very, are great. Um, really getting it on the nose with every sip, um, and just balancing out with a really nice malty finish,
0: very clean. Yeah, it's like I like like, to, uh, I like the word complex too. I think a lot of people think that complex automatically means that it's an overabundance. Right. But I don't think that's true. I think you can have a subtle, mellow complexity. And I think Pilsner is a good style to express that.
3: There's so many different layers to this. And it's just like you don't see, you know, you don't get that description like you do with like a hazy IPA where it's like, it's brewed, it's hopped with Citra mosaic and Simcoe. And then we double dry hop it with cryo mosaic and, you know, we flash fry it with, you know, (laughs) you get all these, all these, like,
2: how many fruits can we list in the, uh,
3: you get all these, you know, Zazz words, you know, that, zazz, you know I like zaz, that they Zazz it up a little bit. And <laughs> you know, Pilsner, it's like, this is a Pilsner. It's German style. We use, you know, Bavaria malt and uh, that's it. And then, but you drink it and there's so many layers to it and so many different, I don't know, there, there's so many different senses in it. Like the, you have the, uh, the floral aroma, which you don't expect really uh, for the most part from like, a, when you think of a Pilsner, it's a low ABV clear beer um but there is a lot that goes into it um I mean we try and preach a lot the the level of difficulty to brew a Pilsner or a lager like you said you know you you brew it and then it, it chills for three months it's not you know you, you're just waiting <laughs> it's a it's a long waiting game and there it like and like we mentioned there's you can't hide anything if it's true yeah you know if there's a if, if
2: there's a uh you know if there's a a, a anything wrong with it, it's going to stand out. And how long was the lagering process for this? You said it was longer than usual for this batch. Uh,
0: this one's three months. Sometimes I'll do loggers for two months just to get it out the door. Um, so three months is not always, uh, doable considering how much beer we have to turn over, but, uh, I like to take a little extra care for this one.
3: So Joey, is there any, any, uh, reason behind or thought process behind, uh, not, canning this one as it's one of your most popular
1: yeah i just think um you know pilsners are a hard sell when they're out in the street and there's a couple like prominent pilsners that you can buy like uh, levante's and the new trails are really good and they sell fast but i think pilsners just don't move as quick when you're packaging it or it's out in distribution and and we'd rather keep it in a tap room because again once we get it out there it's our number one selling beer and we always want to try to have like diversity across our tap list. And we always want to have a Pilsner or a lager on at all times. And so the beers we're packaging, sometimes we run out of them pretty quickly. And so in order to keep something on tap like this, we don't want to overextend ourselves and and focus on distributing it when we do need it in our tap room, because again, it's a fan favorite. And we don't flagship. If you look at our, uh, how many different, beers, I think we've done over 150 beers since we opened, uh, we have a few flagships and this is one of the flagships. And so we always want to make sure we have something like this on tap whenever you come in to visit us. So we, we, we prefer not to can it right now. We kind of keep it in kegs. And like I said, it flies off the shelves when it's in there. So it's a fan favorite.
2: Yeah. That's and, awesome. Yeah, that's and, um, completely reasonable. I feel like 2021, may be the year of the Pilsner and lager though. I, I, we see a bunch of breweries that are, you know, would have, you know, at first, been like eh, maybe we're not going to can a pilsner or can a lager, and then all of a sudden they are, you know, they're beginning to. I think it's, I think it's. We've talked about it, I, g- I guess, at the beginning of twenty twenty one. You know, seeing yep. the trend kind of going away mm-hmm. from like the heavier, high ABV beers. I think people just want to have something, you know, nice and crushable. Yeah, you know, they're gaining all that weight during the pandemic, and really. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know me personally. I I've been. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, I was I I got in. That's when I really got into like uh, the hazy IPAs and uh, you know trying different styles of it. And was like, oh, there's fruit in this one. And, you know, how did they do that? And then it just got to be like, okay, another double imperial IPA. Cool. Now it's <laughs> like I, I'm to the point like anything over, I would say like even like seven and a half. I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> maybe not i i like that sweet spot you know 6.6 and under Say so even seven i'll say seven and under
2: i was gonna say we'll say seven the, tonight, yeah. tonight too so well
3: it's yeah funny. yeah but uh if i'm if i'm going out and i'm getting you know a four pack i like to enjoy more than one beer um uh, mm-hmm. so
2: I, I on the other hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> dan just throws back you know four pack of hazy ipas and I wouldn't say a four pack, but I do get a nice shine on with my doubles. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm I'm part of the old guard when it comes to IPA. So I still enjoy a nice, you know, heavy, high ABV IPA. But um, these are the beers that, uh, you know, I like to enjoy. Like you said, um, you said canoeing, just being outside in general, Uh, lawnmower beer. After I do the yard, I want to sit on my patio, um, you know, put the umbrella up and enjoy a nice Pilsner lager.
1: Yeah, it's refreshing. And uh, yeah, I got into these more during the pandemic. And I think that um, the beer, it's always going to remember, we're all going to like see each other in 20 years and look back like, what was the beer that like helped you get through pandemic? And ours was a um, a wheat beer, a peach and mango wheat beer. And we actually did a a contract group for somebody and they ended up not taking it because it's just when COVID started and we had like 30 cases labeled that we couldn't sell or do anything with. So that was our our staff's COVID beer to help get us through everything. <laughs> and so we started uh, sharing and drinking that beer. And I was the, the one beer that the first, uh, you know, couple months we were all drinking at the, at the brewery because we couldn't really do anything else with it. And uh, at that point we had an enormous keg inventory. I think we, Patrick, we had what, like 280 kegs in our cooler at that time because we were ramping up for our spring season. Cause like March, March through June is like our busy season. And we had a huge cooler full and then all of a sudden when everything got taken out from underneath us, you know, we are individually canning four packs to go, you know, a week later to adapt and, and uh, kind of be nimble and get back to getting beers out in the street. And so it was just a, an interesting transition because we were, you know, we were heavy taproom focused and 95 percent of all of our our business was done through our taprooms in Manonk and Audubon. And then when this hit, like I said, we had to quickly shift and adapt and you know, we weren't really going to do much wholesaling, but we decided to make a decision to start doing a bit more wholesaling with a, a you know, lamb beverage down here in Kleckner up in central Pennsylvania. It's been a, a a nice way for us to transition through the pandemic and come out with some really good relationships. And we're getting more beer, beer on the street right now. But you know, we quickly had to shift and adapt and get those cans, uh, get those kegs and cans pretty quickly for you know, the beginning of COVID. So
3: That's a, an interesting topic. I don't think we've ever brought that up. What, uh, Dan, what would you say your, uh, or are your, I would say your, what was your COVID beer? What's the beer that got you through COVID?
2: Man, beer that got me through COVID. Oh, wow. Um, God, there were so many. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many, uh, man, the one that I bought like steadily Man, I'll have to come back to that. You got one on off the top of your head? Yeah. Marzen. The mar I was going to say. Uh, <sighs> the Honkels Dunkel from from Warwick and General Merriman from Stickman. Well, the marzin and then the other one was a Dunkel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the maltier beers towards the end, like because we were starting to get into the fall and mm-hmm. really the pandemic got, you know, it was questionable. It was like, is this going to continue? And then it was getting towards the holidays. I would say the multi-Octoberfest, the Marsins, and, yeah. and the Lagers. Yeah, they really kind of saved the pandemic for me because of like you said you're just getting burned out on the ipas mm-hmm. which i thought i would never say honestly so um being the what, IPA, resident ipa fan here
1: it's like it's like the beginning of covid was like a snow day where you get like the you know highest abv beer you know you're gonna hang out for a couple weeks i'm gonna do these beers and i'm like okay this is gonna be around a bit longer so i need to tone it back a bit and <laughs> drink our, our peach mango wheat beer and our, our pills are to calm <laughs> down because i'm gonna be 400 pounds by the time we get out of this. <laughs> the, the,
3: the, the beginning of the pandemic was, oh, a 12% triple IPA,
2: you say? Yeah. Yes. It was like, oh God, it was like watching the movie Groundhog's Day. Like, you know how he's like, at first, it like the days kept repeating and he's just, you know, he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he starts settling into it was yeah. around the time that I just started getting into Marsins and like lagers. And so, so I started settling into the uh, pandemic. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to drink, you might, might as well enjoy it. So, yep. Marsins, Oktoberfests. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And then, it, it, yeah. Right before Mars. And it, yeah, that. And then, you know, it, it, I would say that the fruit beer craze was like when he's, you know, driving onto the train tracks
2: and <laughs> <laughs> let the groundhog drive the pickup truck. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, let's get back to this beer. Um, Definitely, it, this is really, really crisp. Um, it's a it's a spot on pilsner. I mean, it, it, I don't, I can't really find any flaws in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, overall impression, just looking at the BJCP, Mm -hmm. you know, light-bodied, highly attenuated, Mm -hmm. gold-colored, bottom-fermented bitter German beer, showing excellent head retention, and an elegant floral hop aroma. Highlighting right there ticks all the boxes, because this... Oh, yeah. Continuously, just like dipping my nose into the glass, I'm definitely getting the floral hop aroma, crisp, clean, and refreshing. So, showcases the finest quality of German malt and hops, so... Um, you guys are ticking all the boxes for the BJCP for us. This is an excellent beer and it's really awesome to hear that this is a top seller for you guys.
3: Yeah. It's always, it's always nice to, uh, to hear, you know, breweries doing different stuff. Like every brewery that we talk to has a different style. That's a best seller. You know, we had, uh, Mm -hmm. we had wall and palm pack on last week and they were their English. Was it their
2: English mild? Was the uh, GABF winner? Yeah, uh, was, but the Paul Pack Cream Ale, yeah, Cream Ale, yeah, yeah, Paul Pack Cream Ale was their highest seller up there, which is awesome to hear. Like these styles that aren't like those, you know, sitting in a line that goes around the building for a double IPA four pack. You know, seeing these like traditional styles gaining more attention.
1: Yeah, in, the, in, in Jersey, in Central Pennsylvania, our tap room up there, Cream is is number two seller. So that's we awesome. did a, we did a cream ale and our can looks very similar to the old school Jenny cream ale can <laughs> with <a green> logo <laughs> and a green label. And, uh, um, they did call us like a couple of days later and tell us to politely sell out and then not do that again. But they were very nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, we paid tribute as one of the first beers I ever drank was a Jenny cream ale, So we paid tribute to that. But again, that's another big seller for us is the cream ale. It's just a really easy, approachable, drinkable beer.
2: I'm getting that, um, yeah. College Jenny like headache like <laughs> flashback, <laughs> just thinking about that right now.
0: <laughs> it's kind of fun having two tap rooms, two totally different places with two completely different demographics. It kind of makes it fun as a brewer because um you know an Audubon IPAs are really fast sellers. We have a lot of different IPAs on tap, uh in addition to Champion Style always being on and selling nonstop. Um but then out in Jersey shorts. Totally different crowd, totally different demographic. And the lighter beers like Pilsner, the ale. we did hellas Lager recently that sold super fast. Um, those are the big beers out there. So as a brewer, it's really fun. It gives me the opportunity to uh, brew a lot of different stuff. I have a good variety of stuff constantly turning around instead of brewing the same old stuff over and over again. Totally. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm just so confused by the term Jersey Shore PA. Every time I hear it, (laughs) just why did they do it? (laughs) Why is it Jersey
1: Shore out there? I had had to learn this. Would you like to know why? Can I can I can I guess?
3: Yeah you can guess. It was it was called something different before like uh I don't know, like Whistling Springs, Pennsylvania and that sounds nice. Yeah. yeah, Right. It sounds like a nice community. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Jersey Shore came out on MTV and it was a big hit in the town and they all got together <laughs> in like a town meeting and they're like, yo, do you guys watch this Jersey Shore? And everyone was like, oh my God, Vinny, Paulie, Snooky, they're crazy. It's awesome. How can we rank higher in Google searches? Yeah. You know, let's change the name. They're like, all right, we're, we're looking for a name change and we're also looking to get a higher Google SEO. Uh, <laughs> how do we do that? And they're like, we all like Jersey Shore. Uh, <laughs> and now they're, I, I hear that they're thinking about changing their name, uh, to Jersey shore family reunion. Oh, okay. PA. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's my guess. How, how, how accurate was that?
1: The spot on, spot on. Like you just, you've done your research prior to our coming on here. So that's great. Great job. You nailed it.
2: <laughs> All Snooki right. So let's hear
1: it. They were yeah. making fun of us one time and Snooki did go there for a week and hang out in Jersey shore because she wanted to see what it was all about up there. So.
2: <laughs> Not the vacation she thought it was going to be.
1: <laughs> no, no. She like saw animals and freaked out like squirrels and deer. And, like, Wait, and is that, that like going. a real, is that a real thing? Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> that's that's <awesome>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
3: Bald birds, new trail. What's this all about?
2: <laughs> Bullfrog? <laughs> Uh, all right. So what, what's the real, uh, reason behind the name?
1: Exactly. What just, he just talked about. That's
3: no, that's exactly not, there's I mean.
2: no
1: way that's true. Yes. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like way, 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 way back. It was, uh, uh, when they were settling land, uh, there's a, a river that goes through Jersey shore called the Susquehanna river and the bank that was on the Jersey shore side when they were squatting and settling, everyone is was settling was from New Jersey. They were squatting along the river, along the uh, plotting their land, and uh, everybody called it the Jersey Shore because everyone settling there was from Jersey, uh, New Jersey. Oh. So, well, like, I'm yo, this is our side of the river. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: they kept trying to put up a boardwalk,
3: but it didn't work. Trying no, to, no, trying to that sell that large
2: slices of pizza and really awful French fries. <laughs> this <laughs> is our side of the river. <laughs> everyone was mad because they kept <laughs> airbrushing shirts. For some reason, all the seagulls stay on that side. <laughs> you guys want a trucker hat with your name on it? <laughs> Uh, we, we can do this on. We got another. I don't know, half hour or so. We got our half hour of Jersey jokes. I yeah. don't think any of our Jersey constituents are in the. Uh, no, so we can so. we can we can talk shit on this one. <laughs> Guilty as <charged>.
3: What's <laughs> that? Yeah, oh, Patrick's. Oh,
2: <laughs> never mind. I spoke too soon.
3: <laughs> Patrick's from that
0: that terrible swamp Sorry, I got state. Thick skin. I, <laughs> I understand.
2: <laughs> he just rips off that soccer jersey. He's got an airbrush shirt under here.
0: <laughs> it's just horrible right now. <laughs>
3: He, he's, he's got, got a an, catchy
2: uh, wildwood t-shirt on right now
3: and under that is nothing nothing but tribal tattoos
2: <laughs> tribal henna that's all they do yeah, on the boardwalk yeah. <laughs> oh man we joke we joke we, we joke yeah so let's go into uh let's go into the origin of uh bald birds um you know joey how did you decide that you wanted to open a brewery
1: yeah so in uh i think it's 2006 i was in banking prior to coming in i was in banking for 20 years prior to opening the brewery and we were doing uh, when victory was expanding their kitchen out in Downingtown, uh, we were one of the finalists to do the loan for that. And I spent a ton of time with them, uh, out in their facility, learning all about their, their beers or their, their, their brewing, their story, their history, and just fell in love with it. And started saving money in 2006 and saved up for 11 years. And then uh, my wife, Abby, who's our, our my business partner, uh, her and I started writing our business plan in 2017 and the, the rest is history. And so just kind of a long, uh, like really got into it with victory. And that's why Prima Pill. I, I really want to drink that double dry hop one because it's probably one of the best beers ever. That's one of my favorite beers uh, <laughs> ever. And uh, one of, one of my true introductions to craft beer and kind of see the you know, what goes on behind the scenes to make a beer like that and learn about it from the, the gentleman that they came up with it and brewed it. And so I just really was inspired by those, uh, Bill and Ron, and then, uh, ended up saving and being patient and got to the point where in 2017, we were ready to open our own brewery and, uh, went through with it.
2: That's like, awesome to hear that victory. Yeah. It was like an influence because you don't mm-hmm. hear it enough and you know, they don't get enough respect in their name, um, with like a lot of, um, you know, how, breweries because of like how the influential they were. Yeah. And just how influential they've been with, you know, being the reason why people have gone into the industry. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to make you feel bad, but yeah, that, uh, that double dry hop of Prima was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, hopefully it'll cool. be
2: something that'll be at their Philly location when they open.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Uh, and the other one was the Bullfrog. Like, I'm, I'm from that area up there in Jersey Shore and Sport. And so, like, way back in the day when I was in college up there, I used to go to the Bullfrog all the time. They have unbelievable food and, and good beer. And so, so in the like, the original brew pubs around was the other one I kind of really got into craft beer with was the Bullfrog up in Sport.
2: Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we've heard of them, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it's – yeah, you know, obviously, where we where we are, it's uh, it's a little bit of a haul. We've got to get babysitters, mm-hmm. we got to get drivers, <laughs> we got to orchestrate a DD for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, we definitely have to head out there. Yeah,
3: yeah. Central PA is a uh, it's a lot of a uh, lot of good beer coming out of
2: Central PA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, it was awesome to hear when you guys like opened up that location, and you know, hearing about it obviously through. The number one source of craft beer uh, news there, Brewers and PA, was actually the one that turned me on to when you guys opened. Um, And I didn't know you guys actually opened one in, uh, was it Maniunk as well, right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: So whereabouts in Maniunk? What's that? Whereabouts in Maniunk?
1: That's right on Main Street. You know where uh, Pitcher's Pub is? Yes. Across the street. Oh, okay. I always love using it as a landmark cause I feel it's a, like a testament to your character whenever I say Pitcher's Pub and you react to it. So I think that's a good, <laughs> that's landmark. it's directly across the street from Pitcher's. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've uh, spent many, many a nights stumbling, stumbling down, down main street. Main street.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've probably drunkenly saying like, on main street. <laughs> just like kind of just stumbled down the street.
1: But. Yes. We opened Autobahn in 2018. Manyunk in 19. And then we acquired the building in Jersey shore at the end of 2019 and open in September of t- 2020 up in Jersey shore, the tap room portion.
2: Okay. Perfectly, um, acceptable time to open a tap room. Yeah. During a pandemic. and
1: everything. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we found, we found a building and it was like all great. And then like we, we started construction in January and then like March 16th, it's like, it's like, Oh man, now what, like, what are we going to do? And, you know fortunately like the space is, is is pretty good size and so we did you know, we could socially distance appropriately we could do all the, the appropriate measures to make sure people were safe and we could you know bring people in and we have a lot of outdoor seating up there so it helps us to you know, have larger crowds there to help us out but it was it was scary it was not easy and uh you know working through a construction project when things are shut down and things are moving is never never fun but we got through it and you know fortunately up there at my uh, my dad did the construction for the property so I got a chance to like work with my dad on this my brother's the general manager up there and so like I get a chance to work with my brother now so it's kind of a cool thing to go to go back home where you grew up and take something like that to a, a small town in central Pennsylvania and you know, give back to the community I grew up in played sports there did all that and, and so it's just it's been really fun for me to be able to do that especially working with my family up there it's been awesome that's
2: really cool yeah that's really, really cool story yeah awesome to hear that on a place like Jersey shore, you know, you're getting into the family business, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it gets more Jersey as you keep yeah. saying, you're like, Oh, got a whole family involved. It's like, it's all, it's, it's always like, about family in the Jersey. I got, I wish we had like the soprano like music drop right there. Like <laughs> woke up this morning, got yourself a lager.
3: Um, <laughs> all right, Dan, final thoughts on the, uh, on the pills.
2: Perfect, crushable German Pilsner. Ticked all the boxes for me with the overall impression of the BJCP. Um, really high in the floral aroma and notes on that. And I think I enjoyed it a lot more because of that.
3: Yeah, I like it. Uh, that was uh, that was really awesome. Um, is it called champion style because Pilsner is the champion of all beers?
0: No, but we're going to adopt that.
3: <laughs> you can have that. I, I will not run out and trademark it.
1: So now we know where Jersey Shore is from, and we know what champion style comes from. That's perfect. Thank you. You're on your roll
3: today. <laughs> I am. A, they they call me the walking Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. all, right. Um, all right, and uh, we got a buddy in chat. Um, uh, never heard of bald birds? Where are they located? They are located in uh, Jersey Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, which is out
2: near Williamsport. I know. Confusing, guys. Yes. We just got done explaining it, and we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> it's Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. Yes. As well as Audubon and Maniung.
3: Audubon and Manion. Yes. Um, so I believe uh, Leonin, was that, uh, was that last? Or was that with Wall and Palm Pack? Wall, Wall, Wall and Palm Pack? I'm not sure. I forget when he I'm hopped sure in, really. but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're Central PA and Southeastern PA. Um, so if you're in that three area, convenient
2: locations, yes, three, three, three,
3: um, all right. So we're going to, we're going to hop into our second beer here. Um, we are going to do karate explosion
2: sucker for can art. And I love yeah. this one here. So
3: <laughs> I love, I, I love a, uh, an over the top, uh, name, as you can tell by our podcast name, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I'm a sucker for an over the top name and karate explosion. Just it. It kicked me in the face with a...
2: a <laughs> wait, 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 it kicked you in the yeah, face? Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's for. Yeah. <laughs> so Karate Explosions, New England IPA, dry hop to a citra, cryo mosaic, cryo Simcoe. Karate Explosion is a ja- dangerously hoppy <laughs> roundhouse kick to your palate. Smooth body, low bitterness and flavors of mango. Tangerine and resinous pine. 7.4% alcohol by volume. Uh Uh-oh, Tom. It's a little high for your taste.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, (laughs) guy. Hucking it.
2: Awesome. Let's uh let's crack these bad boys. All right. One, two, three.
3: All right. Good
2: cracks. All right. Resinous pine right on the nose as we cracked it right there. Getting nice. uh, Tom, if you don't mind, I'm going to pour my beer this time around.
3: Okay. You don't want that much head on it this time.
2: I want to, you know, enjoy it <laughs> a little bit earlier than I had to on the last round. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, let's get into this beer, but first, cheers. Sláinte. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Chin-chin. Chin-chin. I'm going to go get mine. We'll be right back.
2: I wish we had like an intermission window we can put up while Joey's in there, just like intermission, intermission. They have a little like popcorn go by as he's like (laughs) waiting to get his beer. We did.
3: Uh, I deleted it because we don't ever do an intermission.
2: Yeah, we were like, should we do intermissions in this show? And we just never did. We just, we just chug on. So while he's grabbing the beer, um, I guess we'll have our head brewer that's still here kind of talk about karate explosion. So, um, tell us about, you know, what goes into this beer and kind of the idea behind it.
0: Well, the idea is the same as most of the other hazy IPAs. I wanted something smooth and heavily dry hopped. Um, we do a lot of different hazies. So each one gets a little bit of a different treatment. Um, This one has a lot of flaked oats, a lot of wheat malt, gives it that smooth body, gives it that full mouth feel.
2: Full mouth feel.
0: Uh, Full (laughs) Full as you can get it. Um,
2: Don't tease me with a good time there.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you what, it's going
3: to, if you want a a good picture for the Instagrams, uh, this is is one for it. Look at that.
2: This is a, this is a beer that you put like the enhanced, you know, when you do that little enhanced button on Instagram to make it like a little brighter and just yeah. hit that button. This is the beer you do it with.
3: Yeah. This is, a. This is one that the, uh, the neck beards on untapped are going to love. Um,
2: (laughs) oh, by the way, you can follow us on untapped. Um, we are getting closer to being up to date with all the beers that we have. I am working hard. I I sweat every Saturday night through a double IPA while I'm trying to put them up there, but you can follow us on untapped at best best friends pod again, guys. That's at best best friends P O D. This one goes out to Patrick. (laughs) <laughs> that's two
3: beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um yeah is this is a i would i would say this is a very very approachable
0: uh hazy ipa
2: agreed
3: yeah Not, it's low bitterness
0: it's got a lot of familiar mm-hmm. flavors it's got that familiar mango orange peachy yeah type it's, of thing going on a little, got, bit of, little bit of a little bit of pineyness a little bit floral gives it a little bit of extra it's not just
3: fruity bomb yeah oh yeah agreed it's got a it's got an inherent juiciness that i think people look for in i guess a a technically a new england style uh whatever that means anymore um (laughs) um, well it's not in the bjcp so it's not a style right um (laughs) uh and that uh like that the bitterness coming through from the simcoe is really really nice um it's not like a real bitter punch. It's just like a nice back end kind of teeters off to a little bitter. really nice balancing to
2: it. Um, the resinous pine in the description yeah, is what spot on. As a nostalgic IPA drinker, I search for that. When I get in New England, um, you know, I, I know that I'm going to have a lot of those like fruit descriptions. But I want something that's going to bring me back to a classic IPA in some way, shape or form. Just something that give that nostalgia and having that kind of pininess to this is really, really bringing that back for me.
3: Yeah, I think somewhere in in the year 2020, the uh, the bittering hop was forgotten <laughs> and it was just all. Uh, it was
2: packed up in a box like yeah. uh, uh was it Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. And just like putting that warehouse that just like goes back.
3: It was Forever. all, it was all, how much, how much galaxy can we afford to put into this beer? Um, oh,
2: oh, don't downplay the dankness, man.
3: What's a, what's a, what's a sim, Simco? Simcoe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: put some respect on that name.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who wants bitter in their, in their IPAs?
2: Maybe. I think um, the reason why, I mean, you yeah. guys chose Karate Explosions, but when we went to Bald Birds to pick this up on last Saturday... Mm-hmm. Um, we tried all the different types of IPAs because, you know, it's, it's nice to see like the variety, but just to like kind of get a baseline of what we would be getting into with karate explosions. I ended up Mm -hmm. putting it into the, into Uh, my flight anyway.
3: Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed, and now I can't remember what the, uh, what was the IPA that we had that we both had the same of, um, I've got a picture of
2: it. I'll go into it. Yeah.
3: Um, I, I, you know, I filled out and we, I don't, did we even talk
2: about this on the podcast yet? Oh no. That's why I was bringing up this story right now.
3: So we, we went in Saturday afternoon and, uh, and Dan and I saddled up to
2: the bar. It was awesome.
3: Yeah. It was just, (laughs) it was everything I could have hoped it would be and more. Uh, you know, it was, it it was just that, you know, I don't even know. It was just something that you take for granted. Yeah, and uh, you know, saddling up to the bar, saying, "You know what? I'll have a flight, please."
2: You know, the one thing that people who work at a brewery hate <laughs> when they people when people order it, <laughs> one flight, please, and they're just like, uh, "Okay, yeah, sure, totally." <laughs> what would you like? Uh, let me get a pencil, <laughs> or let me get that little piece of chalk that I have to write on the. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but did you did you find the uh
2: Yeah, it was Metalhead. Metalhead, okay.
3: Nice. Um yeah. yeah, asked your uh I had thought... to
2: because of the name and the I I don't know if it was a you know kind of a play on words with that, but I yeah. thought it was uh Metalhead was fun.
3: <laughs> I asked I think it was uh what your assistant brewer working there. Um Yeah. The, he he was up at the bar serving. He uh I I just said there was what, what do you have six ipas on the board there yeah five or six something like that and I, I was like i'm overwhelmed i was like you know what's your favorite he's like metalhead <laughs> serve it up
2: yeah don't have to tell me twice metalhead yeah. fuck yeah
3: <laughs> it was great yeah i really enjoyed it um I, I, it was reminiscent of, of this kind of style it, it super approachable not uh not very heavy um i don't feel weighed down by this
2: yeah uh, I agree. Um, you know, having these nice, like six to 7% hazy IPAs. Um, and I've been seeing that with the pandemic, people kind of lowering the ABV, you know, stepping away from the doubles too much, you know, still keeping one or two on like, you know, on retention, but you know, really going for something that's a little bit more crushable. And I think that's a good business plan because if it's crushable, you buy more of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, we usually like it for, for in tap room stuff, like the lower ABV stuff, we won't package. And like usually the doubles and the bigger beers will package them. Cause that's a nice, like, like slumberjack was not I don't know if you had slumberjack when you were there or mama bear, but they're both like really big beers and you can have one or two in a tap room, but it's, it's a nice beer to take home and relax with later on. So we try to like, we're usually packaging the higher ABV beers and the lower ones we keep on tap to have in a tap room. So you can drink a couple of them. It's like console
2: me on camera.
1: Dan shotgun three when he got
2: home. <laughs> It's like he sold me on camera, buy a four pack and then go outside and then shotgun two of them before I drove home. <laughs>
1: Did you, uh, was that slumberjack?
2: Yeah, I, I took a slumberjack home. Um, delicious beer, uh, as a double IPA fan. Those are usually like my nightcaps. You know, I enjoy mm-hmm. my crushable beers by the end of the night. If I'm watching something on TV, I'll pour a nice, like, you know, it's like that. It's like that three fingers of Berman. You know, you just want to have like a nice little nightcap at the end of the night. Something to sip. Something to sip. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, Slumberjack will do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I fell asleep on the couch. Night, so Slumberjack did its job. So
1: <laughs> lived
3: up to its namesake. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Patrick, can you give us a little bit of your background? How did you get to be the, uh,
0: the head brewer at bald birds? I started homebrewing 10, or 11 years ago. um, My first brewery job was at Maniunk Brewing Company. I started delivering for them in the truck. I delivered for two and a half years before I got a job inside the brewery. So I learned how to brew on a bigger scale there. And uh, two years ago, got hired as assistant brewer at Bald Birds. Helped out for a couple months and then um, when the head brewer left, they asked me if I wanted to take over. I said, absolutely. That's my dream job right there. So <laughs> let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's dig in.
2: That's awesome. I did hear you had a um, a background at Mannionk from uh, Brendan over at Stickman who had worked there as well. He oh, said,
0: yeah. "I know Brandon very well."
2: <laughs> he said he had a, a small career at Maniunk, um, pissing you off with deliveries when he was <laughs> when he would
0: screw them up. He, <laughs> uh, it was a two way street. Uh, okay, for you,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a double edged sword with that. Yeah, I think he's yeah. actually in the chat still. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I had to bring up that right, uh, story.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, he's a good guy. I enjoyed working with him.
3: Uh, so how was the, uh, the transition from the, uh, the, the previous
0: head brewer to you? Um, pretty smooth. I mean, it was less of a, we had all the same equipment um, at Manionk. So learning everything, I already knew how to use all the equipment. It's all the same. Uh, they're all specific brand brew house and specific brand tanks. And so And he already had a lot of um, like beers, recipes that I could brew. And I started bringing in my own recipes. Um, So the transition was pretty smooth. Um, Yeah.
2: Nice. Um, I mean, as an assistant, you got used to the system. So kind of really just kind of stepping up the ladder, essentially, um, and getting into that. And it looks like we've got a question here from um, Scott Farkas from Farkas Farm Brewing Company uh, wants to know, you know, what size system do you guys have down there?
0: Uh, It's 10 barrel brew house. We have five 20 barrel fermenters, two 10 barrel fermenters and two 10 hectoliter fooders.
3: Ooh, fooders.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, so So that transition you know how Patrick's all calm about that transition from one bird to another. I was scared. <laughs> it's like, it was not as smooth for me. Cause you know how you, you, you take uh, you know, you lose somebody and uh, thank thank, thankfully Patrick was there to, to step in and, you know, make it very smooth and easy, but it was never, there's many sleepless nights trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? I just left my banking job. Like, what are we going to do now? Like, how are we going to do this? And, uh, you know, we're very lucky and fortunate to have Patrick on the team and he stepped right in and made it very easy. And it, uh, a very smooth transition, but again, it was not that smooth. (laughs) Look
3: at (laughs) Patrick blushing over there.
1: (laughs) What are we going to do now? We need to start making beer. And, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. So,
3: so, uh, I'll give you a little bit of an outside perspective here. Uh, and I I don't mean to to slight anyone at all, but, uh, um, I think it's an improvement going from your previous uh, brewer to Patrick. Um, And I don't know if it's just a a different difference in my palate. um,
2: You have refined your palate.
3: Yeah. um, I just I remember I I have been to the I think I was at the brewery before previous when the the previous brewer was there. um, And I didn't really enjoy the I think I like three beers there and I didn't enjoy them as much. Um, And I remember I think it was
2: this is where you're going to blow up Patrick's head and make him like, yeah. be like he is the, he's the, he is the savior. Now the best, you know, the best brewer. <laughs> <ever>.
3: <laughs> no, I think, and I think we were talking about it with uh, Rick from stable 12. Um, and he was like, no dude, you got to go back and they have a new brewer. He's awesome. You gotta, you gotta go back to, to bald birds. And I mean, I'm glad we went and, you know, dove back into them because every beer that I've had, in the last, you know, I had, I've had what, six, seven beers from you guys. And every single one has been spot on.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, every beer that we enjoyed on Saturday. Um, I've had a few of the beers previously, um, during the pandemic, we enjoyed some of your outdoor seating on the patio. Uh, my wife and I, um, yeah. And we were, we were big fans of those beers last summer and, um, you know, just wanting to get, like getting to know you guys we've always heard about um i've always actually like when my circle of friends uh bald birds has always been brought up um a friend of mine actually did uh some of your photography that's at your tap house um some of the like bird photos and stuff like that he was uh, one of the photographers that incorporated that um one of my friend's bands played there um so you know i've had so many like interactions with Ballbirds without trying the beer that last summer I told my wife, I was like, we're going to Ballbirds, and I got to I have to have their beer because that's all I ever hear about from my friends.
1: So, you know, I, that, that's a good point you make. So I think it's like a, it's like a combination of, in, in the tap room, it's a combination of two things. It's like that experience you're creating to like make people want to come back and like have a good time and relax. And then it's like, obviously you have to have really good beer and the cool thing about like Montgomery County in our area is like, there's so many good breweries and like, like having just good beer is like you have to have good beer. You're going to go away real fast. And yep. I think that you know, anytime you transition from a brewer any any employee into a, you know, bring in different perspective and stuff like that, like I think it's always going to hopefully get better. And I think with Patrick coming in and stepping in and, and taking some stuff, because, again, we, we we got started with a different brewer and, and like I said, a new system trying to figure things out, and I think having Patrick come out with his experience and, and just knowing what he knows, I think he, he's, he made everything better. And it was, like I said, we were very lucky. And then now that we have like really, really good beer and we have, we're back to getting like a really good experience in a tap room. I think we're gonna get back to back on track here pretty quickly and bringing people back to the tap room.
3: And I, I want to make sure that we do talk about that before we, before we, and uh, the, and the podcast is that mm-hmm. you guys do have a great tap room in, in, I've only been to the Audubon one, but the tap room was great there. You have a great atmosphere. Um, you know, you have a big open area. Um, it's a very welcoming tap room. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for exposed brick, so I mean that's that's what got me. But uh, <clears throat> you have uh, you have your you know uh, you have cornhole, you have uh, shuffleboard, you have your arcade games. Your your deck patio area is awesome, and then you guys always bring in. Um, really good food trucks. So, uh, it's really nice. It's dog friendly, which is really great. Um, you know, dog friendly, kid friendly, um, ticks all the
2: boxes for us here as being dog owner, dog and kid owners Uh over here. Um, (laughs) so I would say um, I also am a fan of taking six Zelda-like turns to find a brewery in a, uh, <laughs> in a in a corporate complex. So luckily, I feel like I find a sword at the end, and I'm just like, yes, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, my
3: uh, my wife used to Makes work. That
1: beer tastes better when you finally yeah. get there, right? Yep.
3: <laughs> luckily, my wife used to work like a stone's throw away from you guys, so I know I know how to get all the turns <laughs> to get there. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we're getting a sign eventually like we're we're eventually we're getting a sign out there to, to, to make it easier. But uh,
3: I almost walked into the yeah. loading dock today. I was like, are they doing stuff in here? I was like, that's not the right company. There's <laughs> chemicals there. I don't know what's going on. Back up, back up, back on the deck. <laughs>
1: They have like a, next they have like a bunch of really good like IVs, so when you're if you are hungover, you got sit in a chair with a pump <laughs> of, of pepper and you're, you're not hungover. Have
2: you guys like so. asked for a couple of, like yeah, can we get some of those, you know, those IVs? You know what I'm talking about.
1: We're trying to do a slumberjack IV uh, a beer pairing, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Oh, you I've get, got
2: three more in my fridge. You you need a test? You need a uh, you need uh, somebody to uh you know test that theory out? Hung
3: hungover Sundays. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'm ready to pilot that program for you. I'm going. I'm going for number three here. Number three idea here for you. uh, uh Hungover Sundays. You have the IVs going out on the deck. You got to have a good food truck with like you know good
1: hangover food. Like New Jersey pork roll from Patrick. Got like a nice yeah. New, Jersey, New Jersey Shore pork roll sandwich. I was yes. gonna
2: say. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. It's not Taylor ham. Is it Taylor ham or is it pork roll? It's pork
3: roll. Pork roll. It's pork, yes, roll? pork roll. Thank you.
2: Well, yes. i mean it's, you know, it's taylor ham in some jersey
3: areas no, no no wawa says pork roll so it's pork roll yeah but i don't know what? it's pork roll everywhere yeah some people just
2: i mean it's taylor, it taylor ham in some areas and are very it's wrong. pork
3: roll everywhere <laughs> wawa is i wish gospel. we
2: had our jersey constituents in here so we can talk about this um but yeah
3: <laughs> we had we had the great debate we had a great debate <laughs> yeah. before on uh on the chat. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I can't go without saying uh the tap room is is really great. Um I look I look forward to getting down to the to the Maniunk location. Um, yeah. Yeah uh definitely
2: I haven't been down to Maniock in a while. Um I don't know if I'm if, am not too old to do no. Manion? No. Okay.
3: No, you put on put on some leggings and some Uggs and you'll fit right in. I'll
2: wear a, like a puffy vest yeah. ma- or like a um like a north face jacket.
3: Yeah, no, no, you gotta do the uh you gotta wear
2: the Han Solo outfit. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, Han Solo um just to look real basic yeah and i'll, yep. I'll fit right in uh-huh. nice
3: hey just hop over to lucky's get the best burger in pennsylvania um pretty down, much yeah. yeah walk down the street <laughs> uh get, fill up on on a on a pb and j burger uh
2: stum- that's a good base right there if you're going to be drinking yep. maniunk
3: yeah it really coats the stomach so you can get
2: a couple slumber in you yeah. Coats the roof of your <laughs> mouth too so you <laughs> look like a, you look like your dog when you give him peanut butter the whole time you're like
1: they're t- You got to get the tots too from there. They're tater tots yes, are awesome.
3: Yes. The, the main street tots.
2: Yeah. That's the side.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who goes anywhere that offers tots and doesn't order tots?
2: Yeah. I'm a tots over fries guy.
3: You, yeah. Mm-hmm. you show me somebody who, who orders fries over tots and I will ask that person where the bodies are buried. <laughs> All right. Um,
2: we need to get out to uh we need to get out to central pa too we need to go i'm gonna get a nice like traditional blowout with my hair and go to jersey shore i'm gonna frost my tips distress Uh, jeans yep Yep. diesel jeans air maxes uh, so many
3: zippers uh that don't even make sense uh ripped for no reason
2: Yep. in places that don't even make sense knock off air maxes i bought in the back of like a honda civic
3: yep and we're gonna hit the jersey shore uh we're gonna go bother mike from new trail um <laughs> and maybe hit hit up a bullfrog yeah we might we might end up there
1: yeah the bullf- bullfrog brunch is one of the best like it's awesome it's what? unbelievable on some days
3: we're gonna have Great. matt matt from Breweries and pa stowed in our in, in our trunk <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll have him in
3: there yeah well no i don't think we'll know he's in there until we get out and he's yeah hanging like
2: on the trunk we're just like
3: who's yeah. in there hey guys <laughs> You said you were going to Bullfrog.
1: Um, yeah, that's a bunch of good. I mean, that'd be a great brew tour up there because, like, Therapy's up there. I don't know if you've heard of them yet. They're really good, small, and then uh, heard of them, yeah. Boom City, Riptides, Rip Signs, Riptides, yeah. Bullfrog, New Trail, Us. I mean, it's a really good little tour there, all within like twenty minutes.
2: Therapy's got like a nice little plot of land, right? They're like kind of on a farm a little bit, or like
1: it's, it's gorgeous.
2: Yeah, it's like set back a little bit.
1: Yeah, I
2: like it.
3: Dan, final thoughts on the uh on the
2: beer here. Always a fan of a good IPA. So it's got my uh it's got my uh, seal of approval if that means anything at all. Um I mean I love it. It still gives me those classic nostalgia feels of an IPA with the resinous pine, um, but gives a nice, you know, fruity um taste to it. The mouthfeel uh with the flaked oats and the wheat. Mm-hmm. Um always a plus when having a New England. It just just adds to the experience. And I, I love I love seeing a can that doesn't
3: say contains lactose on it.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: it's, that's, it just warms my heart.
0: Yeah, we yeah, don't, have, we don't do a lot of lactose beers. Yeah. Don't do a lot of lactose stuff. That's the right way to do beers.
2: <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> just a little tear. I'm just, just, just like,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's so nice to hear. You no, know, I really love... I love really high dry hop stuff. I love juicy stuff. I love fruity stuff, but I try to keep all of my IPAs a little bit into that. Like they show off a little bit of bitterness. It shouldn't be sweet.
3: Balance.
0: Yeah. Flavors in there. You know, I try to keep them anchored into what I grew up knowing as an IPA. So
2: yeah. Warms our heart. Love to hear it. And just like a nice balance. I would say yeah. of the complexity. It's very, oh, yeah. yeah,
3: very
1: complex. <laughs> yes, Scott. Uh, yeah, yes, we agree with you. To use it. I know you you waited a while for that one. I was waiting for that.
2: <laughs> I, know, I had to bring it back. I was like, man, we haven't seen. Yeah. We haven't said it again. We brought it in early. Yeah. Um,
3: all right. So, um, I like to ask you guys. Uh, I like to ask all of our guests. Um, Desert Island Beer. So. Uh, By that, I mean, you know, you're you're stuck on a desert island. Um, Now, don't take the weather into consideration. We had we had a couple people, you know, say, oh, it's a hot. Yeah. Follow up question. Yeah. It just if you could drink one beer for the rest of your life, what what beer, what style of beer are you drinking?
2: And it also could be uh, like a a specific type, specific brewery, too. So
1: I'm going Pilsner.
2: I was already assuming Joe was going to go Pilsner and was going to be Prima Pils. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been like just glossed over every time we bring it up over there. So I, I kind of, I kind of read that poker face and was like, this guy's yes. saying.
1: <laughs> I gave away everything, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> You're holding your
0: cards backwards. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? So I've had this conversation with many people and nobody likes my answer. And I don't really know why but a uh, smoothie sour my, <laughs> <laughs> oh, with I mallow like my own answer if that was it um <laughs> no i think my desert island beer is yards ipa
2: oh, oh. Um, okay. yeah the traditional ipa british flag and everything
0: on it yep yep all right um all right. when i started drinking craft beer 12 years ago um that was one of the first ones that i like really fell in love with and it became my go-to. And since then I've had much better beer. Um, it's pretty far down the list on like best beers that I've had, but it's um, old reliable. It's though. always been the go-to every single time I go back to it. I enjoy it just the same as I did 12 years ago. And I think it just, it, I drink it any time of year no matter what the situation is and it's always good. And since I live in the area, it's always fresh. Mm-hmm. It just and hits right in kind of That nostalgia little bone. special place in my heart. Yeah.
2: I feel like he said 12 beers ago and said 12 years
0: ago. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yeah, no, I think, I think everyone, I feel like everyone that has kind of like in our age bracket that oh, yeah. started out in that, like, Right right at the the beginning of, like, the craft beer boom.
2: Or just this Philadelphia bubble in general.
3: Yeah, we just have that, like, you have that beer that's, like, exactly how you describe it. Yes, I've had better beers, uh, but I'll I'll keep going back to
2: this. Uh, Dan, what do you – We say it all the time. uh, Yards Brawler. Brawler. Yep. Brawler Ale. Exactly. Um, Yards Brawler is that one that, I mean – i see it i'm gonna i'm gonna have it like if it's on tap i'm gonna like yeah i mean if i don't see anything else that i want to like experiment or try i'm going with old reliable i'm getting a nice brawler ale um and i'll sit back and enjoy every sip
3: just look up at the look up at the handles and you see two guys and fisticuffs and you're like that one that one right there (laughs) jack johnson and tom (laughs) o'leary (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i i I think i think everybody like i said everybody at that like the peak of the like right before the craft boom happened you know where you go out and everything was you know you have a couple yards a couple victories you have sierra nevada uh you have rogue dead guy sly fox yeah every you know those were like the that was on every like tap I like well, to call the them the cool, old guard. Yeah the the cool the cool bars that had uh you know you had your Miller Lite. You see that Bud foxtail
2: Lite. like tap right there, and you knew yep. exactly what you were getting.
3: Yep, you like see a nice
2: one thirteen IPA. You see, you
3: see the blue handle with the with the red V. And yeah,
2: you're like, all right, all right, cool. and I know
3: this place knows what what's up.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: We all have that kind of that beer that you're like, all right. I know a bunch of people that are like dirt, like dirt wolf.
2: Yeah. I like to hear those like kids these days just Ooh. don't understand that, like the tap and everything, like seeing that specific, like, and it was all about having that nice artistic, you know, topper for your tap. Like, so people could see it from a distance. Now it's all about, you know, standing in line for that four pack and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, sellouts and in search of on social media. Back in our day, it's going to the bar, looking over, And you've got your domestics, but then you've got, you know, you got the flying V right there for Dirt Wolf and that's where you went. (laughs) Yep. Now it's all about
3: standing in line for two hours to give the beer a a (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: 3.1. We won't get into that though. I feel like I'm old enough where Dirt Wolf feels kind of new still.
2: Yeah. Dirt Wolf (laughs) was like at the end where I kind of realized I'm I'm too old to drink like that anymore. (laughs) Like I started getting Dirt Wolf with like some of my like, younger friends and they're like hey do you like this beer i'm like oh Ooh. of course this is great
3: <laughs> we have a we have a, an interesting question that came in from scott farkas uh
2: scott farkas uh, a gentleman
3: is is there a beer of yours
0: that you hate to brew Ooh. oh oh no, hate's a strong word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> are, is, uh, is there a beer that you like, you see it's coming up on the schedule and you're like, oh,
2: God, yeah, is there it. a long exhale yeah. that comes with one of those yeah. beers? Uh,
0: I think any kettle sour beer I brew. <laughs> yeah. Boy, do um, they sell though. Boy, do <laughs> they, they sell. So good that so when you I make brew kettle soup. sours differently than a, a lot of other people in the area. My kettle sours are all clean and dry and not full of sugar. If I add fruit to any of them, I add them during fermentation, so all the sugar ferments out. Um, oh, when, so, so at, at what part <laughs> of the process do you add the marshmallow? I do not. I add that it's in my Lucky Charms <laughs> breakfast cereal because I eat with milk and a spoon.
3: Joey, how Joey. much does the fruit puree cost?
0: A lot. Use a modest amount of fruit puree during fermentation.
2: It's like a tank of naked juice just gets delivered.
0: (laughs) uh, What do you have? What's coming up right now, Patrick, a pomegranate? We're going to have a pomegranate sour in the food.
1: Have you, have you done anything? Ooh, have you done anything? Yeah, they're delicious.
3: Have you done anything with the Philly sour yeast? I have not. I would
0: love to try it. I've heard a lot of good things. It's haven't got a chance it's really nice
2: yeah for uh for somebody like yourself who is looking for something that you know you you kind of like you said you like to put the fruit in during the fermentation to kind of take some of the sweetness out you're more looking for like a fruit essence i think the philly sour yeast would definitely Mm -hmm. um definitely add to that um we actually had the
3: cherry pomegranate uh Speedo season from the Larimer. from
2: from the Larimer. and we had uh, Matt Farber on the
3: yeah. We have Matt Farber from uh, U Science who cultivated the uh, the Philly sour. Yeah, we had him
2: on, and he was a wealth of information. Um, you know, and we are still waiting on the photos of him in a speedo from his competitive swimming days, but um, we'll wait to post those later. Yeah, that's neither here nor there yeah we're still waiting we're still waiting we we slide into his dms constantly he's blocked us a few times so we have to keep creating (laughs) profiles to ask for them um we're on our second profile but you know we're making headway
0: yeah we'll get there we'll get there um uh, yeah i definitely want to try it part of what part of why i don't like brewing kettle sours because it's a two-day process instead of a uh, one-day process Uh, I think the Philly, I I know the sour beer where I, my brew day is finished (laughs) in one day.
3: I think the Philly, the Philly sour, it's quicker than most. Correct. Yeah. Um, so
0: that might give you the one day process.
3: I don't know. I don't, I know
0: nothing. It works like regular yeast in normal kettle souring. You have to sour it overnight in your kettle. And then on day two, you boil it and then transfer and pitch yeast like you would a normal beer. And it does take an overnight process to sour the beer. Billy Sour is an actual yeast. It's not bacteria. Hmm. They pitch it like normal yeast, like you would a normal brew day, but it creates yeah. lactic acid during fermentation.
3: Oh, that's more than I know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I kind of, my high. I'm just watching Tom, just like, glaze over. Just glazing
2: yeah. over right there. <laughs> I just remember like going real sciency with Matt, and then just being like, "All right, and now back to the um, the speedo photos."
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, Trust me, I'm not a scientist. I'm a. <laughs> uh, well, a you you're, yeah.
3: You're a brewer. That's a, it's, it's a form of science. I do yes. sciency things. You have to. You have to weigh. You have to do depth and stuff you have to stick you gotta measure things yeah you stick things into a a a thing a science thingy with it and uh this is what i learned when we brewed our beer there's a glass thingy and you stick it into another glass thingy that's filled (laughs) with the beer and you watch how it floats and bobs (laughs) and then you go and then you write something down and that means something
0: yeah if you look at a brewer's if you look at a brewer sheet, all it says is science question mark science. <laughs> science dot 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 question mark science.
3: Did I science oh. this correctly? Yes, <laughs> science, and then it's yes slash no, and you just right. circle one.
0: <laughs> it's all multiple choice.
1: The irony here is like sure you know every character of the Jury Shore cast.
3: <laughs> yep i'm uh i'm a dumb person <laughs> um dan you have a you have your
2: question all geared up for them oh yeah of course um so i mean i can we can <laughs> Oh, Tom. Um, we can ask this question. It makes me feel better.
0: I know absolutely nothing about the Jersey Shore television show. <laughs> <laughs> if
2: that it makes if it that that, doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs>
3: surprisingly.
2: <laughs> All right. So yeah, um we'll end on I guess this question here and I'll ask it to both of you guys. Um I always like to ask like the brewer's favorite brewer. Um, and this could also be the owner's favorite brewer, like people that you guys have looked up to, or it could also be somebody who currently is brewing right now that you're really hyped on. Um, so it could be either or, um, and you know, just start with, uh, either of you guys, um, you know, and kind of go from there.
1: What are you thinking Patrick?
0: Yeah. I forgot that you asked this earlier. I would have thought about it the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean how we got our start though was from bill and ron out to victory for me so that's kind of like my like way back in the day when i got my first start really getting into craft beer it was that and then uh steve from the bullfrog when i was in college there and i used to go there all the time to get wings and, yeah. and craft beer so they're kind of the first people that really got me interested in craft beer and they're the ones i look back to and, and patrick was talking earlier about drinking yards ipa it's like that nostalgic feeling when you drink that Prima pills, it's just like, I just remember all those moments that got me in the craft beer. And so uh, I always think back to those guys and, uh, that's my, that's my people.
2: Awesome. I totally already had your answer in my head. Um, just you from, just, from you me, like, <laughs> I was like, hold, hold on. Toronto let me, right <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me get this. Um, so victory <laughs> yards,
3: <laughs> the old keyho factor.
2: Ah, yes. Oh, man. I mean, victory. I mean, you can't you can't not say that as like a P.A. brewery. It's like they're always kind of that, you know, that mentor or that that brewery that you look towards. And when you said, I want to start a brewery. So
3: it's like yards, (laughs) yards, victory and Sly Fox. It's like those were the the breweries in P.A. Yeah, And I think time. too, like
1: they were like super gracious with their time and like time is the one thing you can't like, you can't take back or you can't re gift it. And so like they were very gracious with time. They answered every question. I mean, they're just really cool people to hang out with. And I think that's like when you watch someone give their time like that and like give their, their thoughts and perspective and they, they engage you and they, they don't have to, He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to talk to them. They didn't have to do any of that stuff. And they did it just, it's, you know, like I said, get you into something means it's bigger than just that moment for, you know, getting bank money. Yeah.
3: That's awesome. Patrick, have you, uh, have you contemplated
0: your answer? He's been thinking Thoroughly hard over there. Day. He's been making some yeah, like thinking like, faces
2: the entire time.
0: <laughs> 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 it's really tough. Cause I'm trying to, I can't think of like proper context for my answer. I think my gut is telling me Trogue's brewery. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and I don't know if it's a brewing thing or a nostalgia thing. Um, I just remember on my 21st birthday, I went to the Grey Lodge Pub in northeast Philadelphia. And this was way back when Nugget Nectar was like rare. Oh, yeah. I like remember maybe, a couple of, maybe a couple of bars in the city got a keg of Nugget Nectar and... In the middle of being there, Necker went on tap. And I remember drinking it and just thinking it was the most incredible thing I'd ever drank. And so Troves has been a brewery that's always put out quality stuff. Okay. Even if it's not like the best beer I've had from them, it's always super quality. And I go back, I revisit all their beers. Anytime I put a new beer out, I try it. And even if it's not my favorite one, it's always super quality. And so... I agree. Um, I and nugget they inspire me through the years to like over the years, they've inspired me by brewing all this different stuff. And it's always quality and they're always trying new stuff with their scratch series.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just constantly putting new bottles out in the distribution. And, uh, I don't know. They have just been doing it right for so long. And I think it's really important.
3: Yeah. They, yeah, they, they do great stuff. Hey, Dan, you just brought back that scratch series for me.
2: Oh, yeah, the uh, Keller beer. Um, Yeah, that was very delicious. It was so good. And, I mean, you brought up Nugget Nectar, and we've talked about it on the podcast as being like that. that It was that beer that we sought out. It was that first, you know, it was that release beer before release beers were a thing.
3: It's a a fun fact for our newer listeners. First beer we did on the podcast, Nugget Nectar.
2: Oh, yeah, we did uh, 12-ounce cans of that, I think. You can like it, only get it in 12 ounce cans can you oh no you can get 16 ounce can you? Strong, so yeah. yeah i, I still uh, got a couple in my fridge
3: it just feels wrong <laughs> it just
2: feels wrong <laughs> yeah they started doing the uh the 16 ounce cans and i'm like well of course i'm gonna have a 16 ounce can of this i enjoy a 12 ounce bottle and can of it already <laughs> i can get what four more ounces i'm sold <laughs> just feels
0: just feels i know wrong. it's 100 in my head I understand that but I have to drink it out of a bottle. It's kind of like the <laughs> you swear
2: that there was a like genie movie with Sinbad. But yeah. there wasn't. It was like that um what they call that the, the, uh, Mandela. Mandela yeah, yeah. the Mandela effect. Yeah, the Mandela effect. Like you swear like ah oh, Sinbad was definitely in a genie movie.
3: Yeah. Uh Shazam.
2: Oh yeah. No. But that was Shaq.
3: Oh no no, Shazam. Shazam was uh
2: was was Sinbad. Sinbad. But never happened. Yeah. exactly
3: i yeah <laughs> we're we are living in an alternate reality at it's, it's some the, the the fabric of time and space <laughs> tour and we are we're in a in a world where uh you know uh simbad was never a genie and it's the baron stain bears, not the Berenstain <laughs> <Berenstein> bears <laughs> this is uh this is what we uh yeah, this is what we uh, all debate now.
2: This is what happens when uh, we deviate yeah. and we run yep. out of the notes on our outline. <laughs> so I think it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up,
3: um, guys. Um, we yeah, we we really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for coming this. on.
2: This was a ton of fun. Um, getting to know new breweries is why we you know started this podcast. Getting to know new beers and trying you know trying them out. Um, this is what we wanted to do. So thank you guys very much uh, for coming on.
1: We Thank appreciate
3: you for having it. us. Man. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Um then uh
2: let's get into our uh, our ending spiel. Our outro here. Yep. So I guess we'll go into doing our house cleaning here yep. first. Um so obviously guys subscribe, rate and review again, um you know, five star party, leave us a review. Five star, And it's not subscribe. I mean, if you're if you're if you're on Apple
3: Is it follow podcast? now? I it's guess. follow on okay. Apple. Well, so I guess it's follow on Apple and Spotify, right?
2: It's yeah. So they're trying to same bit. I don't that, know. That's like ninety-eight percent of our listeners are on Apple or Spotify. So follow, follow rate and yeah, review. Yeah, follow rate and review, guys. Just follow the podcast. Know when new episodes drop. Um spoiler alert. It's Wednesdays. Yeah. So uh we will do a you know nice little drop. Get a yep. listen. Um, hey, if you guys missed the stream, it is available on Twitch. To go back to and, uh, you know, watch it if you are a visual person Dan, and want to go if, back. if
3: people aren't, I, I just, I don't understand people that don't hop
2: on stream. I know. It's a ton of fun. I know. You get to see. You get to interact with Scott Farkas. I mean. Yeah, yeah you get to see us doing it.
3: Doing this whole thing. You get to interact. We ask questions for the, the brewers and the owners. and Yeah. You guys are just you are you're losing it life if you if you're not hopping on stream here.
2: But we do appreciate all the questions um for all of our current um participants. It it's always a ton of fun. Yeah. Um thanks guys for coming into the chat room and everything and doing that. Um social media, guys, as always, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tom, that's best best friends pod. That's at best best friends P-O-D. Here we Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, send us an email guys. Um, if you are listening and you're a brewery that wants to come on, uh, if you know of a brewery, um, that wants to come on, send us an email. It's best, best friends, so at gmail.com. Best, best friends, P O D. And I think I can fly at and, gmail.com.
3: And, uh, and, uh, you know, hop on stream with us. Uh, streams are uh streams are going uh they're going strong they're, yeah, they're going strong it's uh, it's twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast that's twitch.tv slash best best friends p-o-d
2: i'm starting a petition to get this song off because nobody ever knows that one
3: no nobody ever does do we lose both of them patrick you still there Yep. Uh, I think we lost Joey.
2: (laughs) We got Joey on like a constant pause. He looks like he's rocking out to Southtown as we're going. So (laughs) we're just going to keep that. We just know he's hyped on POD right now. Yeah, We made a fan out of him. Yeah, for sure.
3: Um, Let's see. What else do we got, Dan? Well, uh,
2: I've got the guest plug set yeah. up here, guys. Um, follow Bald Birds Brewing. Uh, Facebook and Instagrams at Bald Birds Brewing. Check out their website. That's BaldBirdsBrewing.com. Go check out one of their three locations. Can, Audubon. Three
3: convenient pa- locations. Three
2: convenient locations in Audubon, Pennsylvania, Manayunk, Pennsylvania, and Jersey, Sh- Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. Wait, it's not New Jersey? It's not New Jersey. Oh,
3: it's Pennsylvania.
2: It's Pennsylvania. It's up near Williamsport. Yes. Okay.
3: Gotcha. All right, um, guys. If you're listening to this uh, audio only, uh, we mentioned it before. Collab beer coming out, baby. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. All right. We 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 got together with Naked Brewing. Um, collabed on a beer. We did a hazy IPA. Uh, much like the karate explosion here, but we did a uh, double dry hopped hazy IPA and it's double dry hopped with cashmere and Sequoia. Um, Oh yeah. It's going to be releasing Thursday, 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 Thursday. (laughs) It's called Fleetwood cats. And
2: that's the rumors rendition. It opens us up to like uh, a lot more. I know we can keep doing Fleetwood cat. There's so many Fleetwood Mac albums we can continue to do. I
3: can't wait till we get to the greatest hits.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Or the uh, MTV Unplugged? Yes. Yeah. Um guys, for all the young listeners, MTV used to do this thing called MTV Unplugged where they would do acoustic performances of your favorite bands, guys. So if, it was if basically you are young, like, you probably remember Jay-Z and Linkin Park, but
3: yeah. Remember like the album, if you go out and buy an album, that's like drinking an, an IPA, hazy IPA. Uh, and then, uh, MTV used to put out a version. It was basically the Pilsner of music. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, you know, uh, unplugged. The Jay-Z Pilsner
2: with the roots in the background. Yeah. yeah. So oh,
3: uh, the, the Alice in Chains Pilsner, arguably the best Pilsner. Oh yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. And, uh, Yeah. So go, uh, hit up naked brewing, uh, check out our Instagram, check out naked brewing's Instagram. Um, they're at naked. Is it naked brewing?
2: It is, uh, at naked brewing.
3: Yeah. Um, for the release information, go up there. Um, if you can't get to the brewery, hit us up and we will make sure that you get some, um, Farkas
2: slide into my DMS. We'll talk, uh, tomorrow
3: yeah and uh uh patrick will let you know how sequoia is because it's a new strand and as far (laughs) as i know i I haven't had any other ips with sequoia in it i've never heard of it i've used
0: cashmere
2: yeah i've had cashmere in the past um yeah definitely speaking of releases uh patrick do you guys have anything coming out or anything you guys want to plug any events going down
0: not really we have a lot of new beers coming out all the time every if you come in two weeks later we will probably have a few new beers on um i don't know as far as events that's uh joey's terrain but he seems to be he's gone at the moment he's (laughs)
3: just rocking out on our screen
2: i know he is just i think he tried to open up the pit during Southtown, and um i think he might have uh kicked his computer over
0: Yeah. yeah i think it's done for
3: there I'm, <laughs> I'm giving uh i'm giving uh
0: joe or uh, share Patrick a
2: share screen a little, of what we have here yeah
3: <laughs> he's just rocking hard he's he, he's he, he's he, be, he's beating up the beat up in
2: jersey shore and uh he's got the fist bump going that's like somewhere between like jersey shore and then a guy who just heard oh, and,
3: and, oh speak we, of the devil my my computer died there,
2: so that. <laughs> <laughs> there he is <laughs> All right. So actually, while we have you back, um, we were just talking about your plugs. Do you have any events coming up that you want to plug?
1: Uh, we have uh, Dueling Pianos in Jersey Shore coming up on uh, May 21st. What? Wow. Dueling Showing Pianos? You guys are getting real classy with it, huh? That's awesome. Are oh, you guys thinking you're classy? They, they play for like four hours, and these guys just absolutely jam. So we've had an Audubon a couple of times, and they're just they're awesome. So we have that event coming up. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have anything else. notable. I mean, we're kind of holding back on that stuff right now until like the restrictions get lifted because we just don't want to do anything that's going to like. It's a quiet like sizzle leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like once things are open back up, we'll do a lot more events. Like we've done stuff like we did a dog fashion show last year, two years ago. We did like an adult Easter egg hunt when you hunt for beers in our parking lot. So like we'll get back (laughs) to doing like those really cool like experiential things once we get back at it and we're allowed to like have more people in, So like, we'll get back to that stuff pretty soon.
2: Get some bands playing there. I'll slide in my EP later.
1: God, Absolutely guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, DM me from your fake account. That's fine. <laughs> I'll,
3: find you. I'll slide in. Um, yeah. G- get out in, uh, and uh, restriction. To, what,
2: what day, what was the 31st?
3: Uh, June. The...
1: Yeah. June, we're, June, we're, what? Wait,
2: June, what is it? June 1st, I guess, is like effective. Yep.
3: Yeah. Guys, bull run. Bull run on breweries. Yes. Yeah. That's what it Support is. Support
2: all the breweries. Get out there. Get
3: out there. If you're listening to this podcast, you obviously love craft beer. Get out mm. to the breweries. June
2: 1st. It's been... Get your sweet, repressed, it, vaccinated ass out too. Bro, it's,
3: been, it's been almost 18 months. Get out to the breweries. Yeah. Support Hope these small businesses. Let's every do it. Every brewery, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joey... Breweries like the the business at the bar.
1: Everyone just come sit at the bar. Just come see us. Come sit
3: at the bar. Get your flights.
1: Yeah. Be respectful. Mask tip, up if tip, you need tip. to.
3: Yeah. Tip. 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 Uh, you know. Yeah. Act like it's only fans in the bar. Just tip and <laughs> and do your thing. Uh, they're not going to show you their feet. Just they're going to give you beer. It's it's even better. <laughs> Exclusive content. Yeah. All right. Uh Dan, what do you what do you think?
2: What do you think? I mean, it's all right.
3: We got three locations. Three locations. Jersey
2: Shore. I mean, we made three the lo- reference, we made the jokes, they got yeah. them. Yep. Um I think we made a BOD fan out of Joey. I think he I think he downloaded it while his computer
1: was on. I think, so. I, I think did. That's a, I was actually doing that while,
2: while I was away. So I, I I'm good. That's what crashes yeah. computer. That's what crashes. Yeah. Computer. Definitely use on yeah. Napster and yeah. LimeWire. I mean, he's, he's old enough to yeah. remember those.
3: All right. New friend of the podcast, new friends, new friends of the podcast. All right, guys, your new best friends of the podcast and you can expect your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Can't
0: awesome. wait.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, guys again, uh, Joey, Patrick, bald birds. Thank you very much for taking the time and doing this with us. Uh, yeah, we greatly appreciate Absolutely. it. Uh, beer is fantastic. Get out to the breweries guys. June 1st, June 1st, June 1st, get out to the breweries. All right, everybody, uh, hit
2: up naked, get our collab. Uh, we'll continue to post about, it. don't worry guys, follow us on social. Um, yep. we'll be posting all about it. Um, if you guys aren't local to, um, you know, naked, um, email us. Yeah. Slice into our DMS, yeah. um, We're, we're buying plenty extra for our friends who can't get out there. So
3: yep. Yep. Hit us up. We'll get you some, um, Dan, I need you to know one thing. Always.
2: I love you. Always have.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. And remember it's not goodbye forever. It's just.
2: Everybody loves a good POD ballad. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) new metal ballad can't
3: can't how do you end an episode without a new metal ballad
2: hell yeah
3: hell yeah all right everybody uh always remember that uh jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself that was a clinton family all right uh best best friends podcast episode 67 we out see you
2: So, crack a beer and
3: laugh at some videos. Uh uh uh, uh videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire
2: bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a
1: cluggolay,
0: a cluggolay. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes
2: lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's so hard for me
3: Best best friends pod Hosted by Dan and Tom See me call
2: for How could you go wrong? So many pods out there Were it the ones for me have seen it still alive And listen to best best friends